After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Final hour of Better Woods here on a Wednesday on San Diego's number one sports and now breakfast station. Yes, indeed. 97.3 The Fan. A little bit of everything. Needed a good breakfast station in town. It's a cornucopia of topics. It's Thanksgiving season. It is. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there'll be some Thanksgiving side dish talk next week on this show. Give me a break. You know there will be. You know there will be. (laughs) Maybe that'll be your TED Talk. Have you guys thought about it? Because you're up now. I've done mine. Oh God! Paul and I didn't Woods. know we were all doing them. You're all you. You have to be next on the TED Talks. I legit don't know what I would talk about for 14 minutes. I really straight. don't. I really, really. And don't. It made me like when we talked about this a couple weeks ago. It made me feel bad about myself. Same. Yeah. Like, I'm, wh- wh- am I that pathetic that I can't? I'm. I'm decent at a lot of things. Right. But I'm not spectacular. Even things I'm most passionate about. I'm like 12 ish minutes straight it's so funny to think about too like if you gave me a basketball poly i can shoot to where i don't look like a moron shooting right but i can't play in a basketball game i can't i don't like to run i'm slow i can't dribble very well but if you feed me the ball i can shoot and i look like i semi know what i'm doing i'm an okay golfer i'm an okay baseball player. i know a, i know a handful of uh guitar chords i like... can play the guitar okay like i could go play i could go sit down in the parking lot and play a 10 song gig play and sing i wouldn't need any papers that i can do you're a but renaissance I'm, man but i'm not spectacular no I feel like a renaissance man. You got to be great at a bunch of different I stuff. I think you just have to be competent at lots of things. Is that maybe. what it is? Yeah, just, is that what a true renaissance yeah, man just is? Just a little bit of everything, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. That's that's what I've, I like. I can cook a tiny little bit. I the one thing I'm I can't I can't fix anything. Nothing. Like I'm I, I am absolutely inept. If when we get toys, Taylor got for his second birthday a Hot Wheel thing. It's like a Harley Hot Wheel, and he just stares and points at the box every day. Da-da, da-da. I'm like, yeah, I'll get to it, buddy. It's been a week. I can do, if they have instructions, like step-by-step, I can follow instructions. Now, if it requires any creative thinking at all, no no chance. chance. No chance. My brother, out of of the blue, has started at home uh, in Austin. And I I think partially out of necessity, but also, like, he was bored, and he doesn't really play golf much. He's like, I'm gonna learn how to be a carpenter. And it went from, hey, I built this kind of funky looking table to I've just gutted and redesigned our entire closet and built shelves and he sent me a picture I went dude that looks as good as anything I've ever seen I feel like we do 
I feel like I could do it if I put some want to into it. I just don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't have the... Like, with golf, I, I was determined to get better. And I did. I got much, much better than I was. And if I wanted to become a carpenter, eventually I think I could figure some aspects out to make it passable. But I can... I, I can do five minutes on a lot of different topics. Fourteen is a whole different. I married game. someone with carpentry skills, so I don't really need to do that. Shelly is a carpenter. Yeah, yeah. She can do. So? She can work with wood. She made like uh, the bench we had in our backyard. Yeah, made that from scratch. You're kidding. Yeah, just went to Home Depot, got the lumber, yep. the the rivets yep, and the whatnot. nails, and I need to think of. I had did it herself. I yeah. had no idea. Yeah, she can. She can carpentry. She can carpent. <laughs> Carpent. She can do carpentry. Yeah, she's a carpenter. She's a she's works with wood. A master woodmaker. See, I think I'm with you that I could do five minutes easily on a variety of topics. So I need to come up with some sort of overarching umbrella where I could a, sort of combine a medley. <laughs> a medley of time. So here's my TED talk on fish, and then it goes right into you know talk about Led Zeppelin, and then from Led Zeppelin into stand-up comedians that are really good. Like that's where well, I, would be. I mean Ben chose breakfast. It was so good. Though. And there's a ton of different subcategories sure. of breakfast that Carlos certainly helps. Carlos just nailed it. I feel like Woodsy could do a 14 minute talk on what he can't do. That's <laughs> actually I could do that. I'm really bad at a lot of things, and I'm average at a lot of things as well. There you go. I love the TED Talk, by the way. I thought it was fantastic. Thank you. Definitely getting a lot of reaction. To it, the all, TED Talk. Mostly great. I Seems mean, like it's positive. Yeah. I mean, surprised some people for sure. They weren't expecting it. They didn't realize what they were getting into yeah. when they hopped into their car at 735. So great. Realized they were condemned to 12 straight minutes of bre- breakfast talk with no breath or interruption from yours truly. Even our, our boss, Adam, liked it. Send us the stand-up and clap uh, a GIF. Why GIF. not? All right, uh, let's get some headlines this morning. It is time for Polly and today's Rindle Report. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tune into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report with Paul Rindle. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biatch? It's the Rindle Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a Hoya? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Taylor's little cameo there just makes that whole clip. So good. All right. It is the Rondo Report. It's brought to you by your San Diego Soccers. Another season of fast-paced, high-scoring indoor action is here with the home opener coming up on Sunday, December 11th at Pechanga Arena. Gentlemen, we'll start off in the NFL. Tough news for the Rams. Rough season just gets more rough for them. They're... Already sitting in last place in the NFC West at three and six, Cooper Cup heading to the IR. Going to have to go uh, undergo some ankle surgery. He is done. He's going to miss at least four games on injured reserve, and then we'll have to wait and evaluate him afterwards. But um, Sean McVay said it's a tightrope procedure that will be performed. Typically, the recovery time is five to six weeks. What's your what's your rationale for rushing him back when you have 
Who's we're the guy heading into week 11, so... Who, who just, and they're, they're terrible. I mean, unless they're they terrible. go on some insane run while he's out. How's Matthew I mean, with how's, seven how's, playoff teams, you don't have to... I mean, you probably have to win most of your remaining games to get there, but How's Matthew could. Stafford's I, it's not gonna. Oh yeah, it's not going to happen. I mean, let's go back. July 2021. Ask a Rams fan. Hey, if... Would you take it if we, your team won the Super Bowl this year, but next year was really going to be terrible and you're going to have a losing record and everyone's yeah. going to get hurt? Yeah, everybody takes that. 100% Everybody of the takes vote. that. Yep. Not going to feel too sorry for the Rams no, or their fans. No, they just won a Super Bowl. They got their Super Bowl last year. Exactly and right. this year has been pretty awful. Good thing about being a Rams fan is you have absolutely zero draft picks for the next 45 <laughs> years. So that to rebuild your team is going to take a miracle. Now it's the Chargers' time to shine in L.A. and really steal all those fans. All that thunder. Or not. Or not. Got some good news uh, in college hoops. Dickie V is back. I saw this tweet uh, this morning from Front Office Sports. Man, I I, I love Dickie V. He's a legend. And uh, Front Office Sports tweeted, since August of last year, so what, 15 months? In the last 15 months, Dick Vitale has undergone a melanoma diagnosis, multiple surgeries, lymphoma diagnosis, weeks without speaking, and months of chemotherapy. And uh, yesterday, he made his return for his 44th season at ESPN, and it was his first game since being declared cancer-free. That's fantastic. Love Dickie V, too. Just the best. Glad to have him back. Which game did he work yesterday? Was it the Kentucky game? I didn't see that. I saw the uh, the Duke game was on Kansas game, night. which was after that, which was a pretty good game. He had a couple of uh, decent ones last night. In addition, I was watching the SDSU game as well. Of course, uh, their win at Stanford. Diaper dandies. But he had a pretty good doubleheader on ESPN. What do they call it? The State Farm Classic. So it was Kentucky, Michigan State. Michigan State won in double overtime, and they needed like a last second basket in overtime to force double OT. <laughs> really good first game, and then the second game was close all the way through, but. Uh, John Shire, the new Duke coach, took his first loss. Oh, fell man. to Kansas, the reigning national champion. Yeah. Yeah. Decent, decent L there. Not the worst L. Duke radio station is going to get in trouble for putting out a poll. Should he be fired? He's no Coach K. He's only got a six sixty seven winning percentage in his three games. Let's go. And finally, we teased it uh, a few minutes ago. Oh, can I throw in one more? Oh, sure. Why not? Since we're talking college hoops, congratulations you're, to the you're talking college UCSD <laughs> Tritons. Their 64-62 win over UC Big Brother Cal last night at Lion Tree Arena in La Jolla. That's the second time they've beaten Cal now as a Division One opponent. Oh, Cal. Cal is probably regretting the old... Hey, let's play. Let's, let's do a nice favor for UCSD and play them a couple of times. Yeah. And now they've lost twice to the Tritons. Yep. So good job, UCSD. Great, now you may work. continue, Paul. All right. Coors Light has a new nail polish coming out. Here for it. So Coors Light, probably the most appealing part of a Coors Light is the can that turns blue. Right? Ooh, yeah. You cool Ooh. it, you keep it on ice. And the nail and, and you can tell it's cold. Blue. The mountains turn because blue. Because the mountains turn blue. I've always liked it. Um, of course, like. What color do the mountains start as? Silver? Silver. And then Silver. they turn blue? They turn yeah. blue once it's cold. Yeah. 
Sold out great, of an ice chest. What a great bit. It really is. Such it's a good bit. Really, really well I mean, done. you could also just feel it, and it's either it's cold, cold or it's not cold sure. without yeah, even this, looking at it. This tells you. But if you were blind, you still could figure out whether or not your beer was cold. Let's say that you're at a... The old-fashioned way. Let's say you're at a Green Bay Packers game, and it's really cold outside, and you have your mittens on, <laughs> and you reach into the cooler and go, I want, an, I, I want a cold beer. And you look and you go, ah, why, damn it. Why do you have a cooler if it's so cold? Aren't you just lugging a bunch of ice in a cooler around for nothing? Just leave the Coors lights no, out in still, the back of the truck. You, you still bring and the cooler. And they'll get really, really cold. Uh, you still bring the cooler. So there you're you go. Mitt- it's so cold you're wearing mittens. Yet you're icing down your beer in the parking lot. And I don't is want that, cold Does that beer. happen at a Packers tailgate? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I mean, if, it's, if it's 25 degrees oh, and you're yeah. tailgating, and I know they do. They do. Lambo, Buffalo, whatever. Do you still put your beer in an ice chest? Absolutely. Why? I don't know. I think it's just a, a habit. You could just have you it could just like sitting outside. It would be absolute. In fact, use you your keep, gloves and kind of brush some you snow to, together. together. You, you yeah, need to warm it, it up a little bit <laughs> yeah. to keep it from freezing. I don't like cold <laughs> beer in a cold. T- I've done plenty of Notre Dame tailgates where it was butt cold, and you're like, I don't. Do you you're have sure a, about this? Yeah, a hot toddy. <laughs> do you have a bottle of bourbon? Because that. Just room. It, that feels like bourbon. the only good thing about tailgating in the in absolute freezing weather. Your beer stays you cold. You don't have to lug around a giant ice chest. It really is kind of one of the big hassles of a tailgate. It is. You got to find the ice. You got to lug the big ice chest. You got to you know you got to dump it out at the end. Take it home with you and everything. If you didn't have to do that, if you just stick it in the back of the truck and you know it's going to be ice cold by the time I get there. Have you ever been to a cold tailgate? No. Ever? Exactly. So, I mean, I've got experience there. It's like, I went to a Charger game. It was about 71. Yeah, 71 <laughs> out there. No, and Coors Light, by the way. We went to college game day in Pullman, Washington, but well, it was chilly. October. It, was just, it wasn't freezing. Yeah. It was just a little chilly. It's uh, Coors Light is... It's my favorite of the I'll, crappy I'll like. Drink, I'll drink it. Coors Light, Bud Light, Keystone, Bush, I like, it. like all I'm that a, stuff. I'm a Bud heavy guy, but I enjoy myself some Coors Light. I call it like the mass quantity. Oh yeah, like beers. if I'm going out, let, let's put it this way: if I like on game when we went to game two, uh, when we went and watched game two of the Met series at the Lucadian. I started with about five Coors Lights, <laughs> just just to get warm. Just goes, up. It's like it like sobers you up. Sobers well, I think they have the most attractive can. I do agree with that. Great the looking silver can, can okay. looks really good. And I like so, the bud the nail can. polish. Yeah, I like though. the bud can too. Though. So Coors Light is taking that color changing technology that they have, and they are coming out with a nail polish that changes color when your Coors Light is cold enough. So the idea behind it is not everybody receives a can. Sometimes if you're at a bar or a restaurant and you still want a Coors Light, it's going to come in a pint glass. Not a can that's going to change colors. So now you will know if your beer is cold enough by gripping the beer, by gripping the pint glass, and looking at the fingernails. Stick your fingers into your beer. (laughs) Swish it around. Swish it around. We have a lot of technology now available for people without nerve endings <laughs> in their fingers who can't tell if something is cold or not just by touching it. Uh, Maggie tweets in, Ben's second TED Talk this morning on college basketball during the Rindle Report. It's, he's, he's an animal. He's an animal. <laughs> so the Coors Light Chill Polish is available for $7 a bottle. You can get it at their website. Is that expensive or cheap for nail polish? How much? Seven $7 bucks. a bottle. It's probably one of those little tiny bottles with the little Paintbrush tops. Yeah, I don't think it's the size of a Glidden paint can. (laughs) (laughs) And it says here, if you haven't ordered from Coors Light's online shop before, which 
probably say 99% of you have not, uh, you actually get a prompt right when you go to the website for the first time that gets you $5 off your order. So okay. There you, so there you go. News you can use. Caesar tweets in, if you leave the beer outside, it's below 32. It could become a slushy. Hence, cooler beer is better. Cooler beer. So you have to keep it in the cooler to actually keep, keep it, it warm. warm. <laughs> More you know. In the ice cooler to keep it warm because it's too cold at the tailgate party yeah. in in Green Bay, Wisconsin. The more you know. Thank you very much for all of that information. You are very welcome. What's our Rhino report? Uh, we got, uh, let's see. I had the Aztecs win last night. That was a big one. Uh, they're heading to Maui for the Maui Invitational. Looking forward to that. Uh, we've talked a lot about uh, baseball free agency and the Padres moves as well. We can kind of revisit Everything as we go, go forward here, it's Ben and Woods. Names are flying off the list, though, man. They They're are. flying off we the got list. Some, got some activity for sure. Uh, we'll check traffic, then we'll come right back on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Typically wait until Friday to completely slide off of the cliff. What is the matter with you? I just I saw I thought it was an interesting tidbit that this uh, this week it's Sunday is the 40th anniversary of that famous band is out on the field Cal Stanford game 1982. But that's not how you p- tell everybody how I you thought maybe we want to play the play the call. You know the band is out on the field. Tell us Joe Starkey's famous call of it. Tell everybody how you pitched it though. And maybe we, we could play it on Friday. On Friday? Yeah. Just an idea for the show. I said, that's Paul a said, great idea. Yeah. What should we do for the other three hours and 58 minutes of the show? <laughs> I wasn't, it didn't have to be the entire theme. Guys, of guys, the day. guys, guys. Friday, we've got it covered. 40 years ago, we had the band run on the field at the Cal game. All right. Okay. So we all, we looked at Ben and we're like, are you on bath salts right now? What's? Why did you bring that up? Again, the TED Talk took a lot out of me this you morning. Are, I, I, I'm regretting it instantly, but it did remind <laughs> reminded me of the time. Uh, there's there's these things, for those of you that don't know, Pete, not things, they're people. Mostly. <laughs> Maybe. Mostly. <laughs> and they're called morning show consultants. And uh, we don't have one here. Thanks. It's like a hitting coach for a morning team. That's exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> and uh, they will listen to your they'll what they'll do is they'll take a cross section of your show. And by a cross section I mean about three minutes of four hours. They'll listen to go, Hey, Ben, you did this wrong, Woods, you did this wrong, you stepped on it. Okay, fine. You can t- you can live with that. Bro, listen to the whole show. Give me your full No, they're not gonna do that. They don't have time. Because so, they'll have probably five or six other they, shows. Well, they got other that they shows, right? Need to listen to as well. So they take a. You want to talk about a Manny Machado strikes out in his first AB? You're like, that's a terrible season. That's an absolutely <laughs> terrible season for Manny Machado. So these morning show consultants, they're really something. 
So I had one years ago, and we're on the call, and we're about an hour in, by the way, to the call. And he goes, uh, just a reminder, guys, uh, Wednesday is uh, Halle Berry's 50th birthday. And I, I, st- I put it on mute, and I it was in the room with my two bosses and my co-host, and I go, what, is, what does he want us to do with that? So I unmute it, and I go, yeah? And he goes, yeah, just, you know. Men twenty five fifty four. They, I go. Oh well, do you want me to sing her happy birthday? You want me to try to get her on the air? Hey, Hallie <laughs> Woods, happy fiftieth to you. You look great. Your fan <laughs> loved you in Monsters Ball, by the way. Loved you over and over and over and over in Monsters Ball, Hallie. What when you say that to me? What do you want me to do with that information? Not you, him. Why did you? Why would you mention that? It could spark a segment on favorite Halle Berry movies. Favorite or... birthdays. <laughs> I liked my twenty first. Didn't really like my forty seventh. What What do you want me to do with this information, sir? So then, when you brought it up, it really gave me a. It, I thought, okay, well, yes, we can play that call, and in fact, we will play that call for you guys on Friday. Make an appointment to be with us on Friday. We will replay the call. Of the Stanford band. Who were they playing? Uh, Stanford. Cal, Cal and Stanford. Yeah. Cal won the game. The Stanford band was out on the field, but the Cal kick out the returner went right through the band and crashed into the tr- the trombone player. Oh, yeah. At it's the end. Very, very famous. It's very, iconic. It's iconic. And, and this just, is the anniversary this week, 40 years ago. And then just a week. reminder August 14th of next year <laughs> is Halle Berry's birthday. So just be by the dial for that as well. Missed it this what do, I think we should do a whole Halle Berry day on her birthday. That's more us than anything. <laughs> just to be a, now, if he had said it to us here, I would have been like, "Oh, you want Halle Berry? I'm about to give you Halle Berry, my friend." And then, how's he going to say anything? You after got 17 that? minutes of Bob Dylan or something. <laughs> wait till I give you wait. four hours of Halle Berry talk. <laughs> So yeah, you've you've lost it officially midweek. You're done for the week. That sometimes, TED talk murdered you. Sometimes you'd rather be. You like being petulant. Sometimes me, yeah, I love being petulant. Hundred, we all do a little bit. I think we like to be petulant. Remember how many times we used to reset at the old station? That was all you again. That was you, you didn't being, do it. Not really. I don't. I don't really follow along with your petulance. Oh, I love to be petulant. It's fun. I do it. I do it tongue in cheek. It's all good naturedly. Mostly, as far as you know. <laughs> so anyway, be with us. I wonder fr- what Friday. you say about what does he say about me behind my back, Wally? Oh, that you're the best guy ever. Really? Yes. Are you kidding? All right. Come on. Love you. You know that. I do. I do know that. Yeah, I love that you. That doesn't stop you from saying things about other people <laughs> that I know you love as well. <laughs> what you're talking? about. I mean, about. you love your kids. Love and my you kids. Constantly are complaining about them. Constantly. So I just wonder. They're I don't nightmares. hear you complaining about me to my face that often. No. In fact, never. I really don't. And that's ha- almost I now worrisome to I me. I don't have many beefs. I'm very happy. Very happy. Let's move on. <laughs> you seem very uncomfortable now. I am a little bit. Ted, maybe that could be your TED Talk. What you really think about Ben. Oh, no. <laughs> you, you wouldn't want that information. <laughs> I have great respect for you. Hmm. What happened to your last couple of shows? Uh, one guy went ham, and then the next guy got fired. Right. Yeah. Nothing to do with you. They wanted me to stay. They did. Yeah, I quit in solidarity. Good move. Really (laughs) solid move for my career. It led you here. It did. Led me to you, Ben. Yeah. 
You've had way more shows than I have. Way True. more. Like, 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 good point. Way, way, way more. All right, let's move on. We have nothing to move on. To. Okay, let's go to break. Okay, come we'll back. Come back. Yeah, revisit something. No, well, you know what we're going to actually bring back is uh, Matty Strong was fantastic when he joined us earlier. Uh, if you missed it, you definitely will want to stay tuned. He's a free agent. He was on the golf course. Uh, he gave us. Uh, just as he always does, though. He's candid. Yeah, he's, he's so fun. Candid. He really peels the curtain back on what being a a Major League Baseball player, a pitcher, is like. I it's, like what he said, too, about how he's never he was never supposed to make it, you know? So yeah. it's all house money to him. I thought that was really cool. He's very um, easily relatable for a big league player no for doubt. the rest of us, which I love about Matt Strom. So uh, we'll bring that back for you. Come back with more on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Breakfast, the only acceptable toppings for your batter, griddle items, butter and syrup. Butter has to be melty. You can't... I hate it when they give you the cold pad of butter at breakfast, and they're saying, okay, now spread it on your pancakes. It's ice cold. It's going to take 10 minutes before it's even soft enough to spread. You're just ripping up the pancake all over with the butter pad. Makes no sense at all. The butter must be warmed and softened before it can be applied to your pancake or your waffle. It has to be. Now, if you go with a waffle, this is this is key. Belgian waffles are usually somewhat disappointing. Those are the big, taller ones. Go with the flat waffles. The more little squares provide more surface area to get a little bit crispy, crisped up, will handle the syrup a little bit better once you put it on top of the waffle. You mean like an Eggo versus the big yeah. fluffy ones? Yes. Yeah. Eggos are fantastic. Breakfast breads are just second to none. The only one I will not eat is a scone. That's the only one I, I oh. won't be having. Do not like a scone. They're dry and crumbly. Yeah, I, I don't like them. You need to provide your own moisture with the scone. It, with how? Like a like coffee, some sort of beverage on the side. The... Yeah, sometimes you dip a little bit. I mean, I love a croissant like a madman. Best part about going to France was not going to see all the beautiful art, the beautiful architecture. It was a bowl of coffee and a giant croissant every morning for breakfast in OJ. It was just it's fantastic. I, I salivate thinking about it. Breakfast breads are second to none. French toast. Waffles. Would you consider that a bread? It's I would. Breadish. Yeah, it's yeah. a batter based, but yeah, yeah. it ends up being battery and bready. You couldn't have been more right about the the butter, the pat of butter right out of the freezer. You're like, bro, what am I supposed to do with this? So it just sits there in the middle, and yeah. you're like, it's not going to melt. Because I, by the way, these I'm hungry. Wa- I want to start diving has, in. Has your French toast or waffle ever come out and been piping so hot, hot that the butter melts? Never. No, it Never. doesn't. It doesn't. It gets it. It that cools walk- down in the walk from the, from the kitchen, kitchen to the table. Yes, you're absolutely. It'll never melt that butter. But when you're when they bring you your French toast, 
and next to it is the plastic cylinder, and it's got that whipped butter that you just mm. and spread on. You are so set. At some point in my life, I think I was convinced, well, butter is not good for me, so I just set it aside. That's insane. So really, you need to, you use that butter. If you're not using that butter, you're not breakfasting right. Correct. That butter is essential. In fact, I like it when the butter and the syrup get so intertwined that you're not sure where the, What's what? the butter stops and the syrup begins. Is that a really buttery syrup or is that a slightly syrupy butter that Which I is have why on I'm, my pancakes? I was a fan of Mrs. Butterworth's when I was a kid. It was kind of a, it, it had that buttery taste to it. You just like the shapely bottle. Yes, I like the shapely woman <laughs> bottle of Mrs. Butterworth. She's more up your alley than mine, my friend. <laughs> now that's a TED Talk I could do. I can do 14 minutes on... Mrs. Butterworth? No. No. <laughs> Things that you've... Never mind. No, please go on. Images or magazines. You know what I mean? That you've... You know, right, right. I will say though, Mrs. Butterworth was not going to get a mention, and not in your stash. The shapely, my stash. Why do you have a bottle of maple syrup under Don't your worry bed? About it. <laughs> I uh, was cleaning your room. I found a brown paper bag, and it had two, two empty <laughs> containers of Mrs. Butterworth. They doing in it. something? Why are seeing each other? Why do you have these in here? Uh, I'm a sugar addict. That's what it is. Mrs. Butterworth, the shapely. Now, I'm, next time I go to the grocery store, I'm going to be like, let me see how shapely she is. I don't remember. I just, I remember it was a woman-shaped bottle, yeah? I believe so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seems very odd now in the year 2022. Mom, are you going to the store? Will you get a bottle of Mrs. Butterworth? Remember, please? it was only a- That's the fourth a- bottle this week. <laughs> it's only a... A few years ago, that they they canceled Aunt Jemima. They did and changed the what's the name now? Name of the company? I forget. Now I have to look it up. Well, you know what? We'll have that answer for you after Matt Strom <laughs> had a really fun conversation with the uh, now free agent pitcher was with the Red Sox last year. Former Padre. We'll get to that coming up after a check of traffic here on ninety seven three. The fan. Joining us right now in the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, former Padre now. Free agent after a season with the Boston Red Sox, Matt Strom is with us here on 97.3 The Fan. That's how you intro a guest, Woodsy. Oh, Good boy, morning, Matt. He's getting real cocky, Matt. He's morning, guys. Real morning. cocky. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you guys? Man, we're doing great. Thanks uh, Thanks for jumping on with us this morning. It's been a while since we talked to you. We talked to you right after you signed with the Sox, and you had a great, great year, man. I, I was looking at your numbers. I'm like, that is, that's better than respectable, certainly. New market. New, you know, new division, new opponents, all of that. How did it go for you? Yeah, I mean, it was an unbelievable experience out there. Um, last two weeks didn't go as as I wanted, but that's that's baseball, you ups and downs. But uh, you know, the atmosphere of Fenway and just the experience in Boston was unbelievable, and it was more than I'd ever imagined. Now, how do you remember the bit I did with you, and I was prepping you? For, oh yeah, okay. oh yeah. Right. How close? Oh, yeah. How close did we get to hearing some hey, of those? Strom, more uh, pitching, less <laughs> con collected. Yeah, that was great. Ah, uh, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Um, and surprisingly, for being in last place, and with how how 
dedicated that fan base is, it wasn't as bad as I anticipated, I guess. But uh, maybe that's because you guys prepped me so well that it, it was nothing. You were hey, Strom, f*** you! <laughs> <laughs> you were mentally prepared. Yeah, you were. Well, it's yeah, a- you guys you guys locked me in. It was spring training. It, it sounds like you won them over. In fact, I think uh, Red Sox fans now are going to be pretty sad to see you go. In fact, we, we have some audio here of, of current Red Sox fans now after a season of Matt Strom. The Red Sox going to let Matt Strom walk in free agency. Babe Ruth, Mookie Betts, Matt Strom all walking away from the Boston Red Sox. Who's next? Xander Bogots? J.D. Martinez? I don't know what the this GM, Chaim Bloom, is doing, but I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. Bring back Strom. So how much interest has uh, been expressed uh, from the Boston Red Sox? Three, three very similar names there in that bit. Yeah, yeah, Mookie Betts, Babe Ruth, and Matt Strong. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. I, 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 mean, I just, forgot to just add throw Don, a dart at either of them. They're all, all the same. I forgot to add Don Orsillo in there is the, so yeah, the one yeah. that I think they want back the most. But So what is this process like for you, man? i I got to imagine, you know, you got a family and – it's such a grind being a, a big leaguer as it is, and I know it's great, and you guys are no paid doubt. well. But you know the the grind of like not knowing where you're going to be next year. How how stressful is that for you? Uh, you know, honestly, um, I mean, my wife first and foremost is superwoman. So you know, honestly, it's I'm not stressing about it one bit. I'm actually sitting out here on hole ten right now, so. You know, just getting some golf in and just yes. letting letting everything happen as it happens. And once the phone rings, it rings. And I'm just looking forward to playing another season of baseball. And, I mean, you know, playing big league baseball, that's all I dreamed about. And, you know, I know, I know the opportunity is going to be there. Just waiting to see what it is. Matt, um, as a left-handed pitcher, how does that impact you when you're at Fenway Park? Obviously, you know, you're going to be facing a lot of right-handers, you know, that, that pinch hitters and stuff that – are they going to send at you with that short porch green monster? Does that change anything for you pitching at Fenway Park? You know, I mean, honestly, I mean, I think that's kind of the home field advantage of Fenway. You kind of just forget about it. and You let the other pitchers worry about it when they're there. Um, at the end of the day, you just got to, I mean, attack each hitter. It doesn't matter where you're playing, whether we're in in uh, Camden Yards or Yellowstone Park, whichever one, you know, just let them, let them hit the ball and let your defense work. So I don't, I don't worry too much about the monster. I will say, though, when you're standing on the mound and you look over your shoulder, that thing feels like it's right on you. Well, they say that, that it messes with hitters a lot. Hitters will come in, and, of course, you look down the line, and you're like, oh, dude, Pop Fly is out of here. I just need to get this thing up in the air. And it completely changes how they, they approach. And, you know, if, if a guy – take like Will Myers. You know, you played with Will Myers. When he's going to right center, that's, his, that's when he is as locked in as he can be. He steps up to the plate in Fenway Park. He's going to try to yank it down the line just like everybody. So that's got to help the pitchers a little bit too. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the, I mean, I can only imagine as a hitter standing there thinking, "Oh, all I got to do is hit a pop line left, yep. I got a homer." So I could, I could one hundred percent imagine hitters getting out of their approach, especially like a guy like Will, who's swing to right center, such a pretty swing, and then yeah. come out of it, and then it's like, okay, you get a little advantage as a. That's where I say, as a pitcher, like I have the advantage to just let those let those right handed hitters try get big when they don't need to, and then just. Yeah, absolutely right. Talking to our pal Matt Strom here on Ben and Woods this morning. So for you, man, you know, at this point in your career, 
you, when you went to the Red Sox last year, you probably thought going into spring training, no, we have as good a chance as anybody. I was really surprised with how the season ended. Uh, but for you, priority-wise, yes, you know the money's going to be there. How important it is is it for you to go to like a winning organization or to get a multi-year deal? What are you really looking for? I mean, that's that's my main goal is to compete. I mean. I again, I'm I'm playing with house money. I was a 21st rounder. Was never supposed to make the big leagues. I got six years under my belt. Now all I want is a ring. So, you know, that's kind of kind of what I'm looking for is a team that's ready to compete and not. I've already done the rebuild thing once and not really looking to do it again. Not, so, not, uh, not the Dodgers. I was so. just <laughs> I was just looking up. <laughs> Please, I do. was curious whether uh, your name was in the history books with the 62 home runs. From Aaron Judge this year, did you uh, did you give up any of them? And I looked it up. You didn't even face Aaron Judge this year. How did you avoid facing Aaron Judge all season? Uh, avoid? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say avoid because <laughs> I can remember a few times that that ball got taken from me. But you know, uh, I mean, that's baseball. That's the way the game's going. You know, the the whole matchup lefty righty, and I mean. I guess I just need a judge to hit between Rizzo and Carpenter, and that never happened. So. <laughs> he wasn't in your – what do they call him now? You've got, like, pods of hitters. Yeah, you like your, pods. Your, your window. Your you window. Your yeah, your windows. Is, your that, pocket, your is window. that something they talk about a lot with your pitching coach and stuff now? Like, these guys, you're kind of your window of, of batters you're likely to face in the game when you come in? Yeah, I mean, they, they kind of give you the, the pockets. And, I mean, it kind of goes without saying nowadays when you just look at the lineup. You can see – you can see where the lefties are, what switch hitters they want hitting lefty versus which ones they want hitting righty. And then you just kind of, I mean, that's kind of like a running joke down in the bullpen with all of us. It's like, oh, here's your pocket. Here's your pocket. This could better be your get, pocket. Better get loose. Your pocket's yep. coming up. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess I didn't even know that I didn't space judge all year, but. That's crazy. Yeah, that is pretty nuts, man. We're talking to our pal uh, Matt Strom here on Ben and Woods this morning. Uh, well, you know that we are are certainly uh, in your corner and, and pulling for you. Again, like I said, unless you go to the Dodgers, then we're going to have to just heckle you, and it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> but, you know, hey, look, I, I, the good thing about being a you're telling me You're telling me there will be no Dodgers-Strom jerseys in the, in the studio? That, no, no, there will be no. Even if you send us one, we're not going to hang it in the studio, Matthew. There's no <laughs> chance. It's not going to happen. Not even, not even if I personally – Sign it to you guys. He's paid. Friend, he's very paid. Where, the love of Matt Strong the versus the hate of the, the Dodgers. I just gave you the line. I just gave you the line. The Dodgers is so, the line. <laughs> so once you cross the Dodgers, there's no more friends. No, we're friends. We just, we just can't root for it. We actually actually have to actively well, I just, root I against you. I just need you. one picture. I just need one picture with my friends in a Dodger uniform. <laughs> we would get killed. You realize that, right? If we took a picture, are you with making you this so hard for us? He's, he's, are the Dodgers calling? Because you're you're really dancing, beating around the bush here, uh, Matt. No, man. You know, you know, you know. We're in your corner wherever you go, and and pulling for you and your family. And uh, excited! I wanted to ask you before we let you go: the new rule changes. How does it affect you at all? You're a pretty quick worker, man. You're a get the ball and go guy, so I don't imagine the pitch clock's going to mess with you much. But how do you feel about not being able to stack, okay. stack one side of your your infield? Yeah, so I'm a huge rule fall. I like rules. I you like do. structure. I like rules. I like rules. I like structure. I will follow the rules. Will. I will find a way to make the rules work for me, so to speak. But for baseball, I do not – as far as the shift, I love the shift gone. I think for baseball that 
that gives the viewership more of what they want to see. You're going to get to see Francisco Lindor be the superstar shortstop he is without the shift. So I do like that one. The whole pitch clock and all that other stuff, I think, is just gimmicky to show the fans we're trying to change the game because they're trying to speed up the game, but they're adding 15 seconds between each inning that they keep forgetting to mention to everybody, which is an extra five minutes to a total game, which no pitcher needs that much time to warm up in between innings, but it's all ad revenue stuff. So, I mean, as far the shift ban, I love the other stuff. I just think it's gimmicky, but I think it'll work to a pitcher's advantage, not allowing a hitter to call time multiple times at a bat. And then I think it also gives the advantage to the pitcher because once you get him to call time once in that bat, you now have the advantage of quick pitching and Nestor Cortezing your way through an inning, and hitters are going to hate that. So. <laughs> That's so true, man. Uh, last one. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be a mess, but it, we'll you, see. Yeah, and, you know, look, it, it, it's going to look weird when it starts, and hopefully we all forget about it. Just like the DH, you know, everyone was so upset of DH is coming. It, it was better. It was better. You can't say you oh, missed pitchers I, I hitting. Mean, it was I mean, better for baseball, no doubt. No doubt. There's no question about it. What was I just going to ask him? I, just I don't know. You gave me the little finger I instead gave, of oh, telling oh, me what oh, question oh. to ask. No, yeah, this, I learned my lesson yesterday. Day. We, you and I talked a few years back, uh, right when we were able to come back down to the field, and, and it was the sticky stuff explosion in baseball, and they were talking yep. about all the guys, and you told me, man, I can't, I shudder to think how good I could be if I used it. But he's a rule did. follower. He, yeah, he just told us. He so. just said he's a rule follower. Yep. I wanted to ask you, though, you guys know more than we do, the, the fan. Still prevalent? Still out there? New, new concoctions being made every day? Why? Why are you trying to put a target on me? <laughs> why? Why are you? You know, you know, edgy... I don't like to bite my tongue. You know, I like to. And we're trying to get you in trouble before in. you sign with the Dodgers. Exactly, an educated guess. I mean, let's just say, let's just say, it's not about how you get the sticky on. It's about how you get the sticky off. Ah. Yeah. God, look at that! Let's just you wipe that. it off on your ears. Apparently, N- national headlines <laughs> today. Did you watch? You have stuff. You have stuff that makes your hand feel slick. Amazing. AKA alcohol, all sorts of other stuff. Oh, interesting. Well, a lot of our suspicions have been confirmed. Then, Maddie, what other than baseball? What what do you have on tap in the off season? Any any fun vacations? You gonna you know play some golf? What do you do in the he off season? He's playing golf. He's definitely playing okay. golf. I'm, I'm playing golf. We're we're turned into the back nine here, and uh, it's not not looking pretty. A fifty on the front. Ooh. So I got I got I got to figure this out. All right. Oh, you are right. Let's figure it out then. Your your force probably hates us right now. Couple hunting, couple hunting trips. Actually, we were the first ones out, so there's nobody behind us. Nice. What's your best score, by the way? Best score. I actually shot it on my birthday the other day. It was an eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Look at you. I finally broke eighty this year, just once, and. Um, yeah, well, we'll, we'll be out the there. First time I broke ninety, so I was pumped. It's the best feeling ever. We'll be out there in January. Let's try to get a round in for sure. Yeah, let's do it. I got. I'm on pace for a hundred right now, so I got to pull my pull right. my head out of you. Like, yeah, on. you got to concentrate here. Figure it out on the back. <laughs> Thanks, Maddie. Good to talk to you. Thanks, Maddie. We'll do, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Matt Strom, always candid, always so fun, great. and always on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Uh, yeah, I I really enjoy talking to that guy. I did too, man. Wish he was still here. We always make friends with all the guys. They always get shipped out of here. The, Feels the like the Padres aren't going to be spending on on bullpen now the rest of the way, yeah. given the pieces they already have and what they 
spent on Robert Suarez, but who knows? Somebody made an interesting point, Ben, and you may be wrong in your calculations of the... Um, Amount of payroll remaining? Yeah, yeah, so remember, they got a raise. They were under contract, and that counted. Oh, so, good point. You can take away take the away. part that they were going to be... That's possible. We're flush now. I'm not sure if that included, though, the opt-outs or not. We if are, that was we what are, they opted in... We are flush with cash now. You're mine. Flush with cash. Flush with cash. Aaron Judge, here we come. Here we come. Where does Aaron Judge hit in the lineup here in San Diego, California? Ooh. I really wonder where he's going to go. I it's it's I I still think the Yankees will probably do whatever they have to do to keep him. Uh they'd be they'd be pretty dumb to let a guy like that walk. Uh, pr- kind of a face of a franchise guy, but man, you just never know. The lure of the West Coast and San Francisco or whatever it may be. I wanted to interrupt you. Matt Strom just texted me. An update on his golf round. Oh, yeah. We talked about how 50 he on the front. in. Yep. So he had a 55 on the front, and Ooh, then we five. turned it around for him. He had a 40 on the back. Dude, wow. let's go. God. Woods has had some rounds like that, 15 too. stroke difference. All right, we'll come back tomorrow. Keep following all these baseball rumors. Back at 6 a.m. Coach next. For Paul, for Woods, I'm Ben. Have a great rest of your Wednesday from all of us at 97.3 The Fan.